0: Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn and I'm the founder and CEO of Woman of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss, to support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy and so, so, so much more. You ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this Debbie boss obtained her bachelor's degree at Howard university in political science and currently works as a coordinator at the U S chamber of commerce. She leads the chambers next generation business partnership, which is designed to cultivate the next generation of diverse business leaders and build value added industry partnerships with HBCUs. She is also an entrepreneur and creative director of her company, the one and only one and done an online, boutique that provides luxury designer handbags at a sustainable and accessible price her passions are to intersect fashion and entrepreneurship to encourage minority women to build their own businesses so without further ado please welcome the amazing morgan dunn everyone hi everyone um it's so nice to be
1: here and thank you so much To mommy for allowing me
0: to be on your podcast today. You're welcome. Of course, so happy to have you. So before we hop into the topic this week, which is of course for us by us, of course you Mm -hmm. ladies know we started this series where we're spotlighting our favorite entrepreneurs within the area. So before we hop into that, tell us more about yourself, Morgan. Who are you? Where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into your journey as a young black woman within the fashion industry with One and Done.
1: Yes. So funny story. I am originally from New York. Um, I was born at Brooklyn Hospital and then I was raised in Long Island until I was about 10. And then my family moved to Tampa, Florida um, for the rest of my uh, older years um, until I graduated high school. And then right after graduation, I was just needed to go back up north so I ended up getting accepted into Howard University and then from there I think that just really like piloted my interest in fashion even more and business and entrepreneurship funny story is I feel like a lot of people who move to DC's like they always have the dreams of being a lawyer and that's what I originally wanted to do. But I'm just like so excited that I was able to have the opportunity to go to an HBCU that kind of opened up my mind to a lot of other um, things in the industry. So that's just a little bit about me and how I got started.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for sharing. Isn't it funny once you start chasing your purpose and your passion, how much things can change? (laughs) Yes.
1: I it's a really I think that it's also like about where you are at that time which could also kind of spark your interest as well like I think your location has a big impact because if I would have stayed in Tampa I don't think that I would be the person who I am today.
0: So what encouraged you to get into fashion and turn it into an overall brand that has been in multiple publications and so much more?
1: So um when i was younger i was always obsessed with fabric and textures i remember when i was a little girl i would like cut up like fabrics and sheets and i would like stick them on the wall and i would show my mom and i'm like yeah i wanted to i want to be a fashion designer when i'm older i, wanted to, I, I want to do that and you know My mom, she's, like, very protective, so she knew, like, how cutthroat the fashion industry was, so she would kind of, and I'm Caribbean, so she would say things like, you know, just have fashion on the back burner, but also pick an industry that is a little bit more safe and that will provide you that's a little bit more sustainable because it's going to be really hard for you to, you know, get into fashion if you don't have, like, a product or something that you're selling or a design. So being obsessed with texture and designs and things like that, I wanted to provide my own opportunity for fashion since I knew I wasn't going to be able to get it living in D.C. and just being a Howard student. And so um, I have a little bit of background working at a boutique. And then I have a background in college. I like always had a job. And I had a background working at a resale boutique in Georgetown um, so that's where I learned how to, about like designer bags. I learned about fashions. I learned about um, other brands, which like sparked my interest. and I was like, okay, well, I have I know a lot about boutique. I know a lot about luxury fashion. Um, since I am not able to get into fashion right now or I'm not living in New York, why don't I just start my own brand? And at the time, you know, in college, we all are looking for, like, an extra dollar. So I told my friends, I was like, hey, like, I will resell your items for you, like, out of your closet, and then we'll just spend the profit. And my friends were like, sure. And at the time, like, a lot of people were interested in, like, buying secondhand. That's when, my sustainability was kind of on the climb. So people were really interested in buying things that were secondhand, and people also were interested in selling me their items. So that's where One and Done got originated right and then in the last two years because i feel like scaling resale is very difficult so i was like i'm gonna have to just go full force into just full-time luxury resale and so that's when i kind of shifted the brand into just being like luxury resale designer boutique full-time
0: When it comes to being a young business owner, not a lot of people may support your career choice because it can be unpromising as far as entrepreneurship generally. Of course, you were able to touch one. So what made you take the leap of faith to trust your craft to make an entire business out of it? Almost like, what was your turning point when you knew, okay, I can do this. This can be sustainable for me. This can be my main squeeze, you know, compared to the career that you may have wanted to start. So what was your turning point when you knew, okay, let me just go ahead and create a website for this. Let me go ahead and jumpstart this like I can do this
1: this is an amazing question um so I feel like a lot of girls are feeling that like how do I know I have to start like when am I going to start so right after I graduated from college Howard I didn't have a job lined up right and I knew that I wanted to do something in entrepreneurship I believed in my idea I believed in what I've done so much so I told myself, why don't I just do it, take a leap year off, right? Don't jump into a job just to get a job. Just bet on yourself for a year. See what can happen. And I knew that if I didn't do it, I would regret it. Like the way that my mind is set up, if I don't at least try something, I'm going to look back at it and be like, why didn't you try? So I took a whole year right after I graduated in 2019 to just work on one and done like put all my effort and energy into it and see what could happen. And I think that was a turning point for me. That's where I kind of, like my mind was open up to growing and expanding because I had 24 hours out of the day to just focus on it. And that's where I started reaching out to other people to be a part of uh, when I'm done. I started, um, I was able to like research different places to get more uh, bags. Like, I felt like that whole year, I learned so much about my business and actually helped put the right pieces in place so that I knew that it can be a business to grow in the long end. I would just say like for girls who are interested in like being an entrepreneur and they're kind of like, oh, what am I like, what's, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't feel like it's working. Just try to put as much time into it as possible just to see like where it could possibly be.
0: I love the fact that you took a leap year off to figure out what you genuinely wanted to do, or just to take a leap year to just bet on yourself. Because imagine yeah. where you would have been without that time, right? And chasing a dream that, you know, or chasing something else that wasn't your dream. So if you're <laughs> a boss listening to this, and you're in that really weird phase that we don't talk enough about after graduating <laughs> college, or starting the next thing or starting a career, guys, take a year off to figure out what you really want to do. Maybe that's time can be utilized to bet on yourself just like with Morgan said or maybe you can spend that time trying to figure out that business idea or spend that time investing into that business idea that one year can take you so far
1: I want to say that like me being able to do that I understand like how much privilege I had because I had family who was able to help me out a little bit when I didn't have like make ends meet and I don't want it to seem like as glamorous as it was because it was very difficult I was living on my own, and I had to find different ways to make money. Like I was doing Instacart for a little bit. I was trying to hustle to make sure that this dream that I had could also that could also sustain myself. So when I say that, I don't want it to seem like oh everyone could do it because I know how difficult it is. But if you if your back is to the wall and you really want something, you're gonna find a way to make ends meet no matter what it is so always remember that it's like a lot of prayer and a lot of belief like it will work out.
0: So let's go ahead and hop into the topic, of course, for this week, which is For Us by Us, where we're sitting down with our favorite female entrepreneurs to hop into their different trials, tribulations, and successes to empower you ladies listening in regards to you wanting to start your own business. So the first question that I have for you to hop into this topic, Morgan, is what is the biggest lesson you've learned while being in business with One and Done? Um, The
1: first biggest lesson is to be organized. Um, I am an executive assistant in my first job so I'm naturally like a type A person and that has really helped so have all your business documents in a Google file like whatever you use make sure you have things that are together where's your EIN like where are all your registration documents like If there is, for example, someone wants to reach out to you and they want a professional bio, you have to have that on hand, you know? So I feel like in business, the first thing that you need is to be extremely organized and detailed um, just to make sure that all your ducks are lined up. And then the second thing is to really lean on collaboration heavily because you cannot do everything on your own. And I think that was probably my biggest lesson is that I needed a team sooner because two minds are better than one. And if you are in a room with people who are experts in a certain area and you are looking for creative help or design or ideas, lean on those people, like lean on your community very heavily because you never know, like, what can come out of like an amazing collaboration and having a team they will really help your business elevate and take some of the load off for you um so i would say uh, those are my two biggest lessons i've learned
0: our second question for you what has been the biggest roadblock or adversity that you faced since having one and done and how did you pull through
1: wow that's a great question so many um I'm going to go back to the team topic because I was in my business right now. I am working full time and also doing it on the side. So there are so many different things that I cannot do on my own. And sometimes things fall between the waistline and so when i was able to actually like have an intern that could actually help me take some of the load off i think that was something that i knew would really help me and my brand come out of that roadblock it's just having help and my intern like really helped me pull through to when i felt like i couldn't do it all on my own so i think that was the biggest thing for me it's just having help
0: Having a team is so much more important than people think. I know, guys, you're listening to this like, oh, yeah, I could be my social media person. I could be my photographer. I can be my PR. I can be my marketing strategist. No, you will burn yourself out quicker than you even start the business. All right. Take advice from previous episodes in our podcast, even with what Morgan said today. Even if you can hire an intern or a family friend or a sibling, guys, it's so much power in having two minds versus one. And you do not want to burn yourself out before you even reach a business success okay so take it from us myself and Morgan get help okay even if it's an intern family friend please reach out you never know who may be willing to help you and invest Mm -hmm. in your business with you as well
1: like people always want to be a part of something that's what I realized like if they see you doing something that they want to be a part of they will help you. So just put yourself out there.
0: Thirdly, how important do you think it is for the young business women listening to this podcast to keep going with their overall mission and goal when they might be facing adversity while growing their brands as well?
1: I think it's extremely important. Um, I think it's also important Like whenever you're going through a very tough time with your business to keep the faith, whoever you believe in, whatever God you pray to, I I am telling you to like keep that at the forefront. It's like prayer and belief. And whenever you feel stuck, start pouring into yourself a little bit more because a lot of the times, like we're always on the go. Um, you don't know what the next thing is. So keep like the faith at the forefront when it comes to your business. And then that will help you fall back in love with your mission and your goal and the reason why you're doing it. And you'll get ideas and different creative visions that you felt like you didn't have before. Um, so I think it's really important to just be also just like in tune with yourself to, to make sure that you understand the reason as to the high, why the reason as to why you're doing what you're doing.
0: Mm, second part of that question. Do you mm-hmm. think it's important for bosses to somewhat face hardship in order to appreciate their success even more later on down the line?
1: Yes! <laughs> That's where, like, humble beginnings come from because sometimes you got to be humbled in order to realize, like, what you have or sometimes you have to go through hardships to work harder. You know, if you don't face any problems, how are you going to get better? You know, if, you, if you, there are no losses, how are you going to know, like, how to win more? Mm. So I feel like... When you do face hardships or you come to those roadblocks, it helps you think a little bit harder and try different things that you didn't try before. Um, and that, I think that helps you like open up to uh, different ways that you can help your business.
0: What would you tell up and coming, Morgan, five to six years ago that you think all bosses on their journey of chasing their wives should be told as well?
1: I would tell myself to keep going, keep the faith, keep learning myself, keep figuring out what I want in this life, and to never give up.
0: Heavy on do not give up. So many of us as entrepreneurs, even the ladies listening to this podcast, we can feel inclined to give up before we even reach what we started the business for. Right? We may get caught up on social media or seeing other people achieve things faster than us, or you know, people see receive awards or you know, different things and start to compare ourselves, and that inclines us to give up. If you're listening to this podcast, it's a reason why you're listening to it. It's a reason why you're listening to this episode. Start. Whatever business that has been on your mind and heart, if you've already started that business, do not give up. There is so much beauty in the lows, and there's so much beauty in the highs as well. and having humble beginnings, um, throughout this entire episode, we definitely stressed the importance of collaboration, um, getting help when you need it, and never giving up on your dreams. So, if you're listening to this episode, ladies, start that business, and if you've already started that business, keep going. Okay. Last but At least, Miss Morgan, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the diverse listening on ways that they can tap into their passions and their why after listening to this episode?
1: Oh, I love that. I would say what I recently had to do is I kept figuring out what I loved. Like I went back to when I was a child, like what I was most interested in, what I really wanted to do when I was younger um, and broke it down and asked myself why I wanted to do it, because you have to do something that you're extremely passionate about that you really want to do because that's what's going to keep you motivated and interested in doing it. So every day when you wake up, figuring out what is something that you would do that you could do without getting paid for it, right? And hone into that be really spiritually aligned with yourself and remember why you're doing it i think that's going to help you get really far
0: yes thank you so much morgan for those tips last but not least before you go what's next for yourself and your brand and where can our ladies and listening find you as far as your website socials i know they want to buy some stuff from one and done so go ahead and give us everything before you go love
1: So I think the next thing for me is one of my goals is to really have a huge publication in a fashion magazine. Like I really want to be in Essence or Vogue or The Cut. So I think that's one of my biggest goals for um, the end of this year, but then coming up into 2023. And then I'm looking to expand. So be on the lookout for that. When I'm done, we'll be expanding into a different venture. Um, and then, if you're interested in following me on my personal Instagram, it's uh, Dun Morgan, D-U-N-N, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, underscore. And then, of course, if you're looking to buy a bag for yourself or for any of your uh, friends or family, it's um, on Instagram, one o n e a n d d u n n underscore, and then that's at oneandtheweek And I thank you so much for letting me be a part of this podcast. I had an amazing time, and I think what you're doing is so amazing for women, women of color, um, for different micro brands. Like you're really putting us on a platform to help each other so shout out to you
0: oh thank you (laughs) thank you so much of course Thank you, ladies, once again, for listening to The Woman Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any podcasts in the platform there is We are on. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Women of Lynn and rate this episode before you go and download because it helps us out a lot. Thank you, ladies, once again, for tuning in and you ladies will hear me next week. Peace.